we failed uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriend. What the hell do you think I was mad about? Dumb little runs us clear down to the infield. He wants to bust about everybody else. And he's the one that drives like a little I'm going to bust his ass. This really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. All right. The inaugural, the first from the Fields Conspiracy Theory podcast. We needed, like we said, we needed something to bridge the gap between sports football season being over and uh, a lot of people like not really wanting to listen to basketball and other things like that. Um, so we decided to move on to conspiracy theories. Like Slash Hayes not wanting to cover basketball. That's well. <laughs> That's true. That's kind of true. Yeah, you should learn more about basketball. College, I know. I know about basketball. About I just NBA don't care. Basketball. No. <laughs> WNBA. We should do a WNBA. Oh, we should. WNBA minute. No. No way. WNBA twenty minutes. Yeah. So to bridge the gap, we've got conspiracy theories. Everybody likes listening to conspiracy theories. Uh, it, no matter like what you think. They can one everybody always has one that always intrigues them. So like we said, each week we're gonna have one person that's gonna do pick a conspiracy theory and not tell the other people that are here. And they are gonna research it, uh, try to explain it as best they can. We're gonna start each week we're probably gonna start out with a little bit about the background of what it is and then just provide that more information about like, the like subject. Like a timeline. Yeah, timeline. Provide more uh, information about the subject. And then uh, go on to... So it's for most of the time, it's going to be the person who picks the conspiracy theory, talking most of the time, just giving a little background, and then the people that are listening to him discuss it are just going to jump in when they have questions. So uh, for this first one, well, before this... Uh, don't forget to leave the podcast five stars if you haven't already. Leave a review if you haven't, whatever platform you listen on, and share it with all your friends and family. Keep this thing growing. Uh, I think that the conspiracy theory aspect probably draw on a new crowd that we haven't had before. So if you like conspiracy it. theories, buckle in, because this week Sam was the one that had the reins on the first conspiracy theory, and he was excited about this one. And he gave us a little information about what it is, and none of us here have ever heard of it. So we're going to throw it on over to Sam with the first ever Conspiracy Theory from the Fields podcast. Thanks for the uh, humble intro, Hayes. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. This is right up your alley, Sam. Yeah, so this is definitely something that I'm into uh, quite a bit. But I picked this one because it's not, very, it's not really, I don't know, I had never heard about it till literally two weeks ago. And I kind of knew no one else would have either, so um, figured we we should dive in. So I guess yeah, that's what I'll do. So this this conspiracy theory slash like weird disappearance of these people. Um, it's called the Dyatlov Pass incident. This happened in 1959 in the Ural Mountains in Russia, previous or Soviet Union at that time, now Russia. So, essentially, I guess I think the best way for me to describe this is kind of go with what the theory is that's accepted today and then kind of tell the story that way quickly and then we'll kind of go through and look at all the stuff that happened individually. So, anyway, the, these, these nine um, college students 
or like around that age, they hike up this mountain. They're trying to get their grade three certification. So they have to do this big hike mm-hmm. and they've got to go a certain like over mountains. Like they have to climb mountains and basically so they want they, to be cops. What's that? They want to be like cops. So like to pass a class. No, no, no. So this, it's like their mountaineering certification. Like they, oh, they, so it's like it's like like Sherpas and like the Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Well, I don't fully understand what their yeah. certification is they're trying to get. Okay. But basically, they like need to go on this big hike that to be certified. Right, and okay. in this hike, it's it's not normal hiking you would think of. They mm-hmm. have like snow skis on. Like they have to yeah. hike with them because it's all snow covered. It's in the middle of winter. Okay. So they're like decked out with all their gear, you know. It's, what, time it's a, of, what time of year did it? Like it's in January. Month? January? Yeah. yeah. Or the end of January, beginning of February. So the okay. coldest part Cold. of the year. Yeah. And so all of these ex- uh, hikers are super experienced. Like they have all their other grading certificates and stuff. They've like been hiking. Their final. This was like their last. Okay. Like it's not that they would never do another one, but this is their last. Well, for some of them, this is their like big Mm-hmm. moment to get their certification right okay so they are going hiking and they're i think they're around halfway through and it's taking them a little bit longer than they thought it would take which i'll kind of go into a little bit more and they are basically supposed to wind up in this one town and send a telegram back home but they never wind up there so a big search party goes out finds them all dead um, four of them, and just assumed that all the deaths were from hypothermia, but turns out that three of them died fatal injuries before they uh, froze to death. So, I guess, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that. I'm looking at something that says six hypothermia, two chest trauma, one skull fracture. Right, and I'll go into the injuries a little bit more later, but mm-hmm. just kind of in general... Um, I do have a question. Yeah. How how long was like how many miles or was this hike? I don't know, do you know how that? I don't know okay. the exact amount of miles. Um, okay. But the, it was like a two or like I think it was a week and a half journey. Okay. It was supposed to take a week and a half right. or a little bit longer than that. Maybe it was two weeks. Um, but yeah, so they go missing. And then, or not, because they, they found all their bodies. They're all pretty close to the site. Like every single one of them? Oh, all the bodies were there. On so site. no one survived? No one survived, no. Um, but the, they had diaries that are well documented. They had cameras. And, um, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much it. But, the like, all of the prosecutors came in. So they're looking at all these bodies, trying to figure out what happened here. And they basically closed the case and say, like, an unknown force killed them. That's basically what they said. So... And they, un- unknown? Yeah, so they just... A, a compelling force, I think, is the word they used a in the s- statement. A skinwalker. Yeah. Or, what about a, a yeti? Right. So Ooh. that's, like, the conspiracy part. It's okay. like, I think I think it was calamity. I like have it written in the actual one, so I'll get into it later. Okay. But that, then the case is reopened in Russia in 2018. Okay. So that's they reevaluate was, everything. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask when it was. It yeah. Reopened. And then they determined that it was an avalanche who killed them. Oh. Just to close it out. Right. And then it, and they closed it in 2019. Okay. So, or something like that. It's around that Just time. Just for like closure so that people like knew. Right. And so the tricky part is, and I'll kind of get into this later too. It, it's Soviet Russia at the time. 
So some of the stuff might not be super reliable. Yeah. Or like you can't trust everything that you read, right? Yeah, because that was like peak Cold War time. Yeah, that was Cold War. Mm-hmm. All that stuff was going down. Yeah. And I'll kind of get into a bunch of that stuff because it, it gets it gets crazy. Okay. And so I guess I was telling these guys this earlier, but for the listeners, I was researching this, and I was I was kind of disappointed because I was like, ah, well, this sucks. I kind of figured out what happened as I was researching it. And then as I uncovered more and more stuff, at the end of this, I just have no idea what's going on. So we're, we'll be able to theorize awesome. what we think happened at the end of it. Yeah, I'm excited. <clears throat> but yeah. So let's kind of get into it. So the the majority of the people who were on it, I'll kind of go through a list. Um, well, first off, it's called the D-Outlaw Pass now because of this journey. The main guy who set it up, his name's Igor Dyatlov. He was a student at this Ural Polytechnical Institute. And this this university is like MIT. Like it's all the smartest dudes go there for engineering and like physics, stuff like that. So it's the Russian MIT. Right, yeah, Russian MIT at that time. Um, and so he is the leader. He's get the one getting his certification or whatever. And this is like a Category 3 hike, and he mapped everything out, right? So he did it basically everything, and everybody else is kind of along for the ride. Okay. So then the next guy, his name's Yuri Kra- and Excuse my pronunciation because they're all going to be terrible. This guy's name is Yuri Kravonashenko, I think. Um, he's a graduate of the same university that worked at a secret nuclear facility that was exposed, like, after the Soviets came out. Or, like, got Wait, what was disbanded. Exposed? Huh? It like, the, the facility that he, that he worked at. Oh. Yeah. But, like, nobody knew that at the time because it was Soviet Russia, right? Right. So that's another guy who was on the trip. Um, then this other guy, Rustin Slobodin, I think he's another grad and he worked at the same place as the other guy mentioned before. Um, then this other guy, Nikolai Thibault, Yuri, Yuri Durashenko, um, and then two women, Zina Kalmagorova, I'm just going to call her Zina, and <laughs> then Luda something, that's the other woman, um, and then this other guy, Alexander Kolovatov, and he also worked at a secret engineering plant, or a nuclear plant, a different one, though. And then this other guy who wasn't even a student, because all these people are, like, around that age, right? Like, you know, low 20s. Yeah, I'm looking at all their birthdays in there. And oh, so this man. this Simon Zolotarov, okay, he was yeah. a hiker, okay. or he was what? I, I'm, I'm looking at their birthdays, and he, he's much older than the rest of them, so I was wondering why. Right, and that's one of the theories, too. Okay. Um, but he, the institute, because they, they had to, like, submit through the institute, like, to do this hike, basically, to get proper, like, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, so everyone knows that they're doing it. And so they said, well, why don't this professor come along with you so he can get his certification, too? Like, whatever. And that's the professor? That's the professor. That's he's he's C- 38. C- yeah, yep, yeah, okay. He's, so he's 38 when he starts. Everybody else is around there, like, 21 to 24, 25-ish. Yep. Okay. And then there's this other guy, Yuri Yudin, which I won't, won't really talk about because he gets about halfway to where they got and then has to leave. He has to go back. Mm-hmm. So there's 10 people total who start and then nine people who wound up passing. Due to illness. Okay. 
Right. But and it was it was some like inflammatory thing. I, I wasn't sure exactly what it was. But I, I figured it wasn't. He but lived a long time. Now what's Did he? Yeah, t- died in twenty thirteen. Huh. But he was the guy they're sending the telegram to. So oh, that's okay. who told everyone. Okay. That the they, guy who so they're sending the telegram to the guy who left the exhibition early because yeah. he was sick. Okay. What year did he die? Twenty thirteen. Wow. Yeah. So this is in nineteen fifty nine. This is a long time. Yeah. But yeah. So basically, that's that's kind of the nine people who went in, into there. And just a note, like a lot of people say, like maybe they're just dumb, like they just don't know what they were doing. But these people have all done hikes like this and like many times over. And there was only one hiker, and it was one of the girls, I think it was Luda, who hadn't done a Category 3 hike. So all of them had done this before. Like, this is run-of-the-mill. They're just going to have, you know, a great time, get their certifications, whatever. But, yeah, so that's kind of an intro of what the story is, I guess, and then some of the characters in there. Because some of the characters, they, like, will come back towards the end. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we'll hop into the timeline. Basically, there's a bunch of stuff that happened before they got to the mountain that people theorize about, but I always thought it was kind of run-of-the-mill, kind of yeah. silly stuff yeah. that I didn't. I just kind of mulled over it. But basically, they travel from like their town that they start into the trailhead, and along the way, they're they're all they're all keeping journals. By the way, so this is an interesting part towards the end that I'll talk about. But they're all keeping journals, and they meet this. Well, they meet this group who's also going kind of along the same path, but they're going south of them. Like, they're starting out together and then branching off. They're going. The other group's going south. Um, our group that we're talking about today is going to the north side. And then kind of along that same line, they meet this other guy. i got to find my notes here. Um, his name is Rimple. He's a local, a local hunter, and basically, I don't know, he kind of ties in did later which is kind of weird but this random rimple guy he's just like a hunter they met at like i don't know a bar or some place that they were staying and he kind of tells them some stuff about their his path that diot love made that he didn't think was going to work and so like altered his path a little bit and said like this journey is going to take a little bit longer than you think but i think that that at that time that's a pretty normal thing that the journey journey will take longer, especially you know when you're in snow skis walking however many miles, um, in the middle of winter. But yeah, so um, before they kind of get up in the mountains, they basically just travel along this riverbank this entire time because it's easy, you know. Then they have all their crap on them, and they start to run into these these indigenous people that live up in that area called the Mansi people, and. They see a bunch of their markings, and basically the markings that they see say no women allowed. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, so, and they have two women in their tra- yeah. in their group, so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yeah. But, so they're kind of walking walking up there, but the Mansi people are very nice. Like, they, they helped them up there. Um, they let them use some of their paths so they can keep going up this, up this, uh, or on this journey. But yeah, so they're, they're just kind of following their paths and going along that. So now they they departed on February twenty eighth, and or on January twenty eighth, I think. And now they're traveling along, just normal hike, and it's January thirtieth. And the last entry in the Zena's trial or uh, diary, I mean, it just says Rimple. 
It's one word. It just says Rimple, which is the guy the that they met like three days ago or whatever. That hunter, right? Yeah. Okay. So everyone, there are a bunch of conspiracies about Rimple, but um, I'll kind of get into Rimple a little bit later as well. So that's her final um, entry in her diary. And then, um, oh, it also, like I said, they are all keeping their individual diaries, but Dialov is keeping like a group diary because you have to have one to get certified basically to make sure you actually did it. So in that diary, the next day on the 31st, he wrote that the weather was between negative 18 degrees Celsius to negative 24 degrees Celsius, which I forget what the conversion is if anybody looks that up, but it's, that's really cold. Basically, they meet at negative 40. So if I had to guess, that's probably like negative, is it like negative 25. Eight? Or maybe, it, maybe it's closer is to the an, higher is ones. Is it negative 32, zero? No, 32. Is 32 it? degrees is zero degrees Celsius. So yeah, it's probably like negative 8, if I had to guess. Because then they meet at it? negative 40. What was it? Yeah, I guess I can just look it up. Well, I, can, I have it ready. Um, just do negative 24. Celsius. I was going to do that earlier. I forgot. Negative 11.2. Okay, so that's that's pretty dang cold for yeah. being out there yeah. with no uh, heating or anything. But, yeah, so – and then he said, like, the wind starts to kick up really bad, and they're just running into a lot of bad weather. And they got to the base of the mountain that they have ended up dying on, and they're like, we can't have all of our stuff on here. So they make this little like they there was a word for it I can't remember what it was, but they, it's like a little storage area. Like they literally just put all their crap down basically that they don't want to keep going up the mountain, and then they mark it with a pair of skis, which is the pair of skis is odd because they have we know that they had the exact right number of skis that they needed, unless for some reason they got it from the one guy who left earlier, which is a possibility. Mm-hmm. They have the exact right number of skis because they requested for more from the university and they denied them. Okay. So they leave a pair of skis, which probably doesn't mean anything, but it's just basically marking this area. Um, and then anyways, the next day they start heading up the mountain. Um, and it's odd because, well, one, there's no journal, journal entries on that day, probably cause they were really busy, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, hiking and setting up shop. And especially because they don't leave the base of the mountain, which is where all their stuff is. They don't leave until about 3 PM, which is really late to leave when you're climbing a mountain. Cause you don't want to get stuck up on there. Right. That, that's just a recipe for death. Yeah, no kidding. Like, usually when, like, because I've been hiking a few times, usually I go at, like, 5 a.m., like, when the sun's coming up so you can see everything and the weather isn't so crazy because that's mm-hmm. when all the storms start brewing. Yeah. But anyways, so they don't leave until 3 p.m., and also they're climbing up a mountain that's called the Dead Mountain, so just a terrible idea in the first place. <laughs> Should have just gone along the path of those other people. But they have to go up it for this certification i think they could have taken either way oh but they decided to come this way yeah um and i mean it's because he made his own path because they didn't know each other beforehand Mm -hmm. but anyways yeah so he they're going up they start at 3 p.m and nobody really knows why they started so late but they think it's either because 
the outlaw wanted to do like an added challenge, like he wanted to make it hard so they would camp on the side of the mountain, or they just were worried about time and they wanted to try and get up there and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't. No one really knows why they went up there because there's no more journal entries. Sure. So, but anyways, they started up there about 3 p.m., which is just a terrible idea, and. Yeah, they went up there and here I'll turn this over. They basically got up on the campsite, or they got to where they couldn't go anymore. Um, took their tent up, set their whole tent up, and then no, like they all died that night. Sure. So at the campsite, there were, I guess I don't know how I should do this. The campsite. So, do you guys do you guys know what I mean? Like yeah. they just they're like on the side of the mountain. Yeah. But this mountain, it's not like a mountain. mountain. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. it's a hill, basically. Like they found a, a place to. Spot. They find a yeah. They, yeah. They find a place to settle down for base camp. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they must have been doing it in a hurry because they put their front door facing the up upslope, which is not typically what you want to do. Is just what I've I've heard from this website. Um, and so, but they like, they get everything in the snow, all of their, all of their, uh, things are locked down, like, because they know what they're doing. Like, these are really Mm -hmm. experienced hikers and they tear out of the inside of the tent on the backside. So like facing down the bottom of the hill, they tear off the backside of the hill or of the tent I mean like from the inside so somebody had a knife inside and they were ripping up the inside of the tent so they could escape and all nine people are in one tent yeah all nine people are in one big tent and so they and they have all of their footprints and all of their footprints are either barefoot in socks or in one boot or like they saw nobody could um, the investigators couldn't figure out exactly how many people were walking but they they saw footprints of bare feet socks and majority were socks and then a few like boot prints so they were going all the way down and this is they go all the way down to this like wooded area and the the distance between the tent and the woods is like a mile like it's a long ways Mm -hmm. and they're in their bare feet and like no clothes. And so they get down to the wooded site, area. the wooded okay. area. Yeah. And there's this place, it's called like the cedar. Or they, that's what they call it in the, like the wooded area, it's, cedar trees. It's a cedar tree, yeah. Okay. So it's a big cedar tree that they camp around. Yeah. And they get a fire going. And it's a big fire. And I'll talk about the fire a little bit later. But they find all of the tree branches up to 15 feet are broken down, and they aren't meant for, like, they're not burnable wood. So they were just broken down like they were climbing them because there's skin all over the uh, main trunk of the tree. And then, and there was a bunch of firewood, like, around that area that's just dry. But they have this big fire going, and then the fire goes out, obviously. They find two bodies there. At the cedar tree, and then they find, and they were they died of hypothermia. They had no clothes on except for underwear, 
and then they find three bodies that were assumingly trying to get back to the tent. That's the direction they were facing when they died, and they were they had they were little had little clothing, and they hadn't made it very far at all. Like they got, they didn't even make it halfway back to what. And what were all their three causes of death? They were all hypothermia. Hypothermia too. Okay. Yep. Did they have any like assault? No, so I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but they their cause of death was hypothermia, but they had like some like scuffle marks on them, like they were like fighting each other or fighting something. Okay. But yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit. I'll get into the injuries a little bit more later. This is kind of like when they're finding the bodies. Yeah. And this is over a span. So that, that happened on February 27th. That's when they found. So a month later. A month later. Yeah. Um, that's when they found the people at the cedar tree and the people who were crawling back to the tent. Okay. Um, not until May 5th, they find the rest of the three bodies or four bodies after it had, or after the snow had melt and they, three of the bodies did not die from hypothermia. They died from fatal injuries. One was a skull fracture and two were like chest and rib fractures. Like one one of the girls, her rib punctured her heart. And then yeah, then then a big skull fracture um from for the other guy. But the other guy had died from th- hypothermia. That was in there cuz there was four. And they found them in this like ravine. Mm-hmm. But they were all like piled on top of each other. And this the pile of their bodies was like five feet from this little den that they had made at the bottom of the ravine that was like they carved it out in snow and like reinforced it with branches tree branches so it would hold up and none of them were found inside of the den they were all find, found outside of it in basically a pile so and those were the deaths that were non-hypothermia except for one guy which is weird but yeah so what that's the heck? That's when the investigators found everything, um, or found all of the bodies uh, in the, around the area. And the the conclusion from the prosecutors, and this is I think this is from their official statement, was that calamity or 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 overwhelming force was the cause of death. So they had no idea what had happened by then, but at that time, none of the people who had investigated it thought that it could possibly be an avalanche. The tent wasn't covered in snow. I mean, it was covered in snow, but it was it was wind-blown snow. Um, all of the things in the tent... Well, yeah, I feel like if it was an avalanche, you would be able to know it was an avalanche, you know? Well, right, and it was not an avalanche. Yeah, that's you would know, because they would be buried in snow, right? Right, and yeah. so... And they would have never found the footprints. Yeah, they would have the never found the footprints. The footprints are one bodies either the bodies well and they found them pretty pretty much immediately as soon as they started looking and the tent was everything it hadn't moved it's one completely intact the tent was completely intact it, it, it had some snow on top of it from windblown snow but everything inside the tent hadn't moved a muscle like um i remember reading something that there was literally like hot cocoa that was still, still in, in the yeah Still in, still in its what cup. The hell? Yeah. So that was obviously not 
the reason. But that's, like I said earlier, that's what the Russian government... That's what it was concluded that it was an avalanche. Yeah, after they reopened it. Yeah, yeah. in 2018. Yeah, which is, what, 50 years later? 60 years later? Yeah. So, it's it's a very weird story, but I haven't even... I have this whole list of unusual things. Okay. That is happening. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, this is awesome. So it's nine people who were on an expedition in the Russian mountains mm-hmm. that bust out the side of their tent that doesn't have the zipper on it and run down to this tree line. Two of them die of hypothermia there. Then three of them are found trying to get back to the tent. And then four of the last four are found piled on top of each other inside this little makeshift den. Outside of outside it. Outside of the makeshift Oddly den. Oddly outside of it. And how far away were they from like either the tent or the tree line? So they were they were two hundred and fifty feet from the cedar going in the opposite direction. Okay. So they're so the, in the, so the like tent way opposite direction. Just straight of, opposite direction. Of the tent, yeah. Uh, where were they as compared to the people that were the three that were found trying to go back to the tent, like so, south of them or so, down the mountain? Yeah, down the mountain. Okay. Down the mountain. So, like, the top of the mountain, we'll say, is, like, the tent. Yeah. And then the cedar is here. And then the people who are trying to come back, crawl back from the tent yeah. are obviously in between the tent and the cedar. Yeah. And then these the other people were found in the den on the opposite side of the cedar tree. Okay. So they're, like, over here. But these people got quite. They got pretty far uh-huh. when they're. They got. I think they got like a thousand feet or something like that. It so was. They got pretty far. A thousand feet from the cedar. Yeah. People. Okay. When they were trying to get back to the tent, at least. Yeah. But yeah, so the other people were two hundred and fifty feet away in their little ravine. So they all weren't even that far away from each other. No, not really. But I mean, if you think about two hundred fifty feet, it's a long way. Yeah. And when there's trees and mm-hmm. lizard. Yeah. But yeah, so. It's it's a very weird case that it just ended in a weird way. You know what I mean? And some of the injuries are so strange. Um, do, do you want me to get into the injuries first? Yeah, are you, are you I, excited kinda, to hear I kinda those? wanna know what happened to them. Okay, so obviously, like I said, they five or six of the nine died from hypothermia. The other three did not. So I'll start with the ones who died from hypothermia. So Dyatlov, he was one who died from hypothermia. Uh, he was walking back, or he was going back to the tent. Okay, so he's one in the middle. Yep. Okay. He had bruised knuckles and a huge cut on his palm, which could have been bruised knuckles more, more than likely from fighting. Cut on his palm, no idea. Could have been from just climbing the tree maybe or doing firewood. Could have been from anything. What, is it possible that it could be from the extreme cold that it like cracked his hand and like or is that like no, not even a no. possibility okay one of the possibilities that people were talking about is some people think it, it was a knife it was like it was like a big gash. okay mm-hmm. so that was diet loves uh injuries xena another one who was going back also had bruised knuckles and had this, this weird it's a 12 inch long bloody bruise that goes from like the front of her waist to the back it like somebody like hit her with something on the side, oh. and it was just like a big old like skinny little bruise right here. So that's a weird it's like right on her hip. Yeah, right, yeah, right, like a, right like above a her whip. hip. Yeah, or, yeah, something. I don't know. Cool. Um, 
One of the Yuris, the two Yuris, they were both at the campsite. The cedar. Or the cedar, I mean, cedar. yeah. Okay. They had, or one of the Yuris had a swollen and split upper lip, like he got punched by Dyatlov, <laughs> and third degree burns more than likely from the fire. Okay. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then the other Yuri had, like, like he got punched in the head. He had a contusion on his head from, from, from some sort of strike. So... More than likely, I think that they were fighting within each other at that point. Could it have been like they might have, like, when they were running into the trees, they could have, like, fallen and hit their head on no. a tree? No. Okay. Well, maybe. But from from the other people having bruised knuckles, yeah, I just would imagine that. That's yeah, they probably, probably they probably fighting. were fighting at the end of that, mm-hmm. or maybe and it obviously yeah. wasn't them fighting each other, or else. Well, well, that's what I think it probably was, was them. Fighting each other. Well, then why were they all spread out? Why would they run out of the tent if they were fighting each other? Well, I think that they got down to the cedar and they were fighting each other. Uh, or or they weren't in, at all. That's why they're in three different groups. Uh, but, so the the Yuris, like I said earlier about their clothes, they didn't have any clothes on. So only those, that's why they died first. It's because they are... Well, did someone take the clothes off of them? That's what... So, oh, yeah, and then... Yeah, maybe I should... Maybe I should wait on that. Okay, I'll wait I'll wait on the clothes till later. Okay. Um, I'll get back... I'll get back into the injuries from the other people that were... And then the Rustin guy didn't have any injuries. He... The third one that was on its way up to the tent? Yep. Okay. So, then... The more interesting ones... This, this guy, Thibaut... I don't know how to say his name. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep Tibbo. calling him Tibbo. Sounds good. Yeah. Tibbo. Um, he is the one with the the skull fracture. That's what he died from. Um, this is what the medical examiner said to his wound. He said, "I don't believe these wounds could have been the result of him falling and hitting his head. The extensive, depressed, misplintered, broken fornex and base of the skull fracture could be a result." of an impact of an automobile moving at a high speed. And this kind of trauma could have could have occurred from him being thrown into a batch of rocks down a cliff at an extremely high speed. Well didn't they say that he was found in a ravine? So yeah, so the ravine the ravine isn't what you would think okay. a cliff is. The ravine is like it's like a valley. Kind okay. of, but it, like it's a little bit steeper, but it's like you would like roll down the hill. Like I could see Reeve just for fun, just like rolling down the hill. Okay, <laughs> so like, you get <laughs> jump jump off of it and just slide down. It's like a sledding hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a sledding hill. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing, nothing that you could really get hurt yeah. by that. You know? Yeah. But the weird part, and this goes for the next two injuries I'm about to talk about too. There's no external injuries like there's no bruising there's no like fractures on his head it's just his skull inside his head is just destroyed so there's no like there's no cuts Uh -uh. so they look completely fine until they did the autopsy yeah well that's what because they all thought they died from hypothermia yeah and funny thing is the the families of these like or their parents more than likely yeah they didn't figure out that they died from like the their ribs cracking and their skull fracture until like 30 years later because it was Soviet uh, Union. Yeah. They didn't want people finding mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But yeah. So the other two people, I think it was Luda. Oh, yeah. I have right here. 
there was Luda and Zolotarov. They, so they were both killed by, like, internal, like their chest, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know the terms very chest well. Kennedy. Chest trauma. Yeah, yeah, chest, yeah, chest trauma. So basically, like, they just, it, it was internal. All their bones were bro- broken, essentially. And this is what the medical examiner summarized said about this. He said it was the result of a large force similar to that of a shockwave of a bomb. Maybe they were testing out some bombs. and Yeah, maybe they were. Side of a mountain. But it, I mean, they could have been. But why weren't any of the other ones? Yeah. Because they were all walking in a group Cause they down were, there. They I were... need to talk about the footprints down there, too. I can see like the possibility of them testing a bomb, like especially with this being the it's height the of the Cold War. War. They could have easily been testing one up there, and I don't. Uh, I, uh, that's why it's a conspiracy theory. That's why? Yeah. I don't know. So you said you need to talk about the footprints. There's there's a lot of stuff that I need to talk about. Okay. So I'm gonna start. Kind of. So this is just some random things that I wrote down about it. Just some, like, unusual aspects to be thinking about as I'm, like, going through this stuff. Yeah. So, first of all, the Soviet Union and the KGB influence. The KGB was present at, like, when they were doing all the autopsies and doing all the bodies because all these guys worked, like, they had knowledge of that. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want it getting out if they were, like, trying to leave the country or something. Yeah. So, they, some of the facts could definitely be, like, compromised Mm -hmm. about this. About well, that, that whole organization was compromised. Well, exactly. Yeah. And so another, I'll just kind of skip ahead a little bit. All of the diaries. So the diaries, if I kind of read into them a little bit, but more summaries because it mm-hmm. was just a lot of crap. Yeah. And all of the diaries talked about everyone had their own individual diary and only four of them were recovered. Yeah. And more than likely, I... If they recovered everything else, why wouldn't they be able to recover the other four diaries? Yeah, I think or true. five. I think more than likely there was some. some stuff in there that they didn't want out, mm-hmm. so they took them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's another weird thing. That's probably a Soviet or a KGB thing. Um, and then that Rimple guy. So they investigated him, and then he like told them like how they met and like what he told them basically. Yeah, and he said that. He didn't think it was those Mansi people I was talking about earlier. Yeah. He didn't think it was them and like because they've they've always been nice to them. But he also is a man. Um and their big thing is they don't want women on their like grounds or whatever. I don't I don't know. I've never heard of them until right now. Sure. But so that Mansi guy cuz cuz he was written in the in their journal, he got investigated, and that's yeah. basically what he said. Mm-hmm. So he's more than likely off the hook. But think about those Mansi people because they're yeah they're definitely a suspect, I would yeah, say, and probably bad. suspect one. But yeah, so now the people who I'll, didn't like the women, yeah, that's them. Yeah, he was being so nice, right? Wasn't he, they said he was nice? Yeah, yeah. He like he was, he was letting them nice. use their exactly. Right? He was and letting he, them use their path, and he butchered him up. But yeah. Um, so here's kind of some weird stuff about, about like the tent. Um, kind of already talked about how like the cuts were made from inside the thing. So it's not like something broken, like they were trying to escape. Yeah. But I think that 
Well, okay, so uh, maybe I'll wait till I don't know. There's just so much stuff in this thing. It's kind of hard to yeah. hard to piece everything together, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, none of the items were in disarray or anything, and there were like a bunch of perishable food that had went completely untouched. And so another part about the injuries that the Luda girl had uh like gotten both of her eyes are missing and her tongue. What? what? <laughs> you left that out. So, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to say that. So what? What was she? Uh, she the, was down the, in the ravine. Was she the head? She, she or was the, the skull, the, the ribs, ribs, okay. ribs into the heart. Okay. So she was missing both her eyes and her tongue. I forgot to say that. Sorry. No, that's. Um, but it's weird because like you would think that like they'd just be like a critter taking it away, but all of the food was still up in their tent. Why wouldn't they just gone got that instead? That could have been the Mansi people because they don't like women. Yeah, maybe. That's very true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because the other girl was going the other way. Yeah, and she was the only didn't one. See her. The, yeah. But yeah, so I I um I talked about how it was a far way for the people to go from the tent to the cedar mm-hmm. and but they were all traveling as a group and they literally just walked in a straight line like straight down the mountain and you would think that they would if they were freaked out they would be running down the mountain right yeah they were all just walking like completely normal walking and none of these none of them had any clothes like they were severely underdressed and well not i, I won't say all of them there were two of them that were very well dressed that could survive the weather but all the other ones it's like they had came out of the tent and like they were going to bed like they're in their nighttime clothes and i assume that the two that were dressed for the occasion were probably the two that either had the head trauma or the chest trauma one of okay so actually i'll I'll need to look because i have their names down but i'll I'll look into that after um but those what i think is maybe should i wait until should i keep talk about the story before i I say what i think whatever you want to do yeah i'll wait i'll wait but yeah so then weird weird stuff about the cedar tree when they found it is that the fire so they had like fire experts go look at the burning fire that they had Mm -hmm. and they said that it only burned for about 90 minutes but they couldn't figure out why it got extinguished so they um, like did some more because there was still there was a bunch of charred firewood obviously but yeah. then there was a bunch of other firewood that hadn't been burned yet Okay. and so they came to the conclusion that it was purposely distinguished that something like distinguished it on purpose like I, their big fire that they have a bunch of supplies for and then it, it just got extinguished for some yeah. reason but they said it couldn't have happened from from the elements yeah really so that and that was just from the fire expert. Don't quote me on that. That but. could have been like why they were fighting too. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe one of them mm-hmm. put, like put it out so that it made him go back. Right. Well, I just don't understand why you wouldn't walk out the front door of the tent. Why make a hole in the back? Probably running from something. But then it's but weird because running. they were walking. Yeah, exactly. But why would you like if someone was trying to fight you and you were trying would to run they... away from them? Because the guy wouldn't have just ran outside. That was trying to kill him. So, What about like the possibility of the zipper of the tent being frozen and they can't open it? Because you did say that you weren't supposed to put it facing up the mountain. They were supposed to put it facing down. So could that be 
like an elemental factor that they had to that the t- they couldn't get the tent open from the way they were supposed to open it, so they had to cut it the other way. Yeah, and that could definitely be why a reason mm-hmm. why. But why leave? But the then tent? they would never. Yeah. Be, I mean, even in the chance that they would survive that, I like, could see they that would have though. a big hole in their tent. So, but the, I think like the thing is like some th- something made them leave the tent. Like something made them go to the measure of cutting their tent open. Right. To but leave. that's just why I think it wasn't someone inside. I think someone had to. Something was outside that they. Was oh yeah. Tr- trying to come in. And that's why they had to run out. They had to but they leave. didn't even. That's why it's weird that they didn't even that's, run. Yeah, that's, that's the true. conspiracy, though. Yeah, it's so weird. It's literally so weird. And the more you look into it, I yeah, it's just crazy. Okay, so a little bit about what they were wearing because that's that's kind of an important thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, actually, real quick, I want to talk about the cedar tree a little more. And so, the cedar tree is where they were found outside of. Yeah. That little, okay. So that's where they went after the tent. Okay. And that's where they built the fire. Uh, yeah. So remember how I said all those branches were broken? Uh-huh. Yeah. When you said that earlier, that reminded me of when that show on Animal Planet, Finding Bigfoot. Great show. This is what's bringing me back to the possibility of the Yeti thing. Like when you said that when the, the trees, the tree limbs were broken, like that's what they would talk about on that show. Like when there was a Bigfoot, like they would snap branches and no. at, at the at really high up, like to scare people away. Like oh, really? Like they'd snap it and like, and then they would put them straight into the ground. Yeah, they snap like these full on and like stick them in the ground. So like when you said that, that made me immediately made me think like Yeti. Right. Wouldn't the people get eaten though if it was a Yeti? I don't, I don't think know. A Yeti. Maybe would he just, just wanted them to leave. leave. Yeah. Maybe. But why would he rip out her eyes? You know, and her tongue. Yeah. It could be like multiple factors. Were they cut out? There's just so so much stuff. Or were they were they cut out? They were just they... missing. Okay. They I don't know. S- I, I don't know. I didn't read the autopsy. They could have seen a yeti. That made him force them to leave the tent. Then when they weren't prepared to leave the tent, they got down there, and the people who weren't dressed for the occasion they died down there. The yeti was still freaking them out, and then the three people decided to go back to the tent. The other four people, I don't. I, I see. I. But why did they know. cut the tent to get out of there? Because like something was out there, and then it followed him down. Followed well, they up. wouldn't have walked out, you know. Probably they wouldn't leave. Would have ran. Something's out but, there. Like, what? But it's so far. Do you think that maybe the possibility that the what were those people called the original the Mancy, the Mancy people like forced them out of the tent and made it and marched them down like a. That's that's like the, that's one of the theories I was okay. gonna get into later. Yeah. And then they somehow escaped. And then they like or the KGB died. Oh. Or the Soviets mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah. But the problem is there's no footprints recovered other than theirs. Really? Jeez. But that I'll talk about that. Okay. Because yeah. that is a, that, that was is an true. interesting. Yeah. Because if they could see still see their footprints and like a Yeti footprint, that would still be there too. There's there's some okay actually about about that note when they were walking down some of the footprints would like go be going in one direction yeah and then like come back like it was a for the most part it was very straight but it was a long ways yeah and so there would be footprints that jot out and then come back okay so one theory is that I'll talk about it later but it's like they're being herded like you said yeah 
So yeah, that's what I thought. That's the only reason. That's the only thing that I could come up with that why they were walking and not running. Right. Yeah. Right. Is- or maybe the snow was too deep. They couldn't run, and they just had to like, you know, how hard it is to walk in snow. Like maybe they couldn't run, or I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. But, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, go go ahead with the clothing. Is that what you're well, yeah. So about? I was gonna talk about so that the branches on the tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. So they go about 15 feet, and they figured out that at at about 15 feet they could see the tent up on the mountain from that distance if they were that high. So they Was climbed up of it. It's they like they were. It. It's like they were climbing, but all the branches were broken. But it's like they were climbing it and like looking back at the tent, like seeing if something was up there. That was my thought when I heard that. They could have used the branches to mark their trail. No, that's how some people do it, where they cut notches in trees to mark their trail and how to get back. They could have broke branches, or they broke the branches. But I don't think there were any left, like when the, on their trail. Oh, okay. Well, and you got to you got to the... think like these people probably don't need to mark their that's trail because they're very yeah. very yeah. experienced. Were, was that the were, were their branches the ones the branches that were broken? Were the, was that the branches that were used to start the fire? No, it was the, that was branches that were they were because the tree, the branches were like wet. Did they ever find the branches that were broken off? Yeah, well, yeah, they're just around the area. Oh, they, okay. did, they just weren't used for. Okay. They, they weren't, weren't used, used for any for, purpose. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that's that, that's a weird thing. It's like they were looking at back at the tent, like seeing. Oh, I wonder if the Yeti's gone or whatever. Yeah. Not that I don't. I don't really know what it is. Or like a bear, maybe. Yeah, or something. But yeah, so that was a weird part about the cedar tree, and then some of the clothing they wear. So some of them were dressed up for for it, like. They had four shirts, four pants, four socks, and two hats on. That was like three of them had that. And they were, they had, it's like they had been outside before the other people were. Know what I mean? Like they were, or I'm sorry, I said that bad. They, they, they were outside of the hurry. tent. Or no, or they were just outside at of the tent at first. Yeah. Before the other people tried to start breaking out. But at the same uh, time, why not just open the door on the front? Why yeah. rip it? So that's a weird thing, but some of them were dressed for it, some of them weren't. Okay. And um, on their bodies, they found that the people who were who died at the cedar tree, they had more than likely gotten their shirts taken off, like their clothes taken off, so the other people could use it for oh, survival. Okay. So that's yeah. more than likely why they were um, naked, essentially. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I guess that that just basically there's just like there's just like this thing that happens to your skin. I forget what it's called. It's liver something, and that happens if you're like laying on snow. And it like, was a, like gangrene. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, yeah, black yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was on the opposite side that you would expect of those bodies, of the ones at the tree. But it just reinforces the thing that they probably took their clothes yeah. off and okay. flipped them on the other side. Yeah. Or something weird happened. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. hard to say. But, yeah, so, and then, so that's, I mean, some of them were well-dressed, and the other ones were not. Um, they all also had cameras. Or not all of them. There was four cameras. Yeah, so there was four cameras that were found in the tent, and there was one camera... That was found on somebody on one of the guys around his neck, and he was one of the guys that was found in the 
den, or like by the den, and he was had traumatic injuries. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so he had a camera around his neck, and he also died with a piece of paper and a pencil in his hand. Like he was writing something. He was about to write something. And Sorry, he this died. was the one by the trees? No, the this, was, oh. this is the one down by the den. Like he traumatic injury oh, died. Okay, okay, yep. So it's like he was writing something. He had a camera around his, around his neck, neck, and he was about to write something, and then he died. Or like something to the yeah. cap under whatever. Mm-hmm. But so they basically – oh, and, and his camera was in water pool, and so all the film was destroyed. Of course. Oh. And that, that was probably it right there, everything. They probably would have figured it out. Yeah. But hmm. – I assume all the other three cameras were in the tent. Four, four, yeah. yeah. So there was four, and it's weird because the Yuri who left said there was only four cameras. It's like yeah. this one was secret, but, I mean, he wasn't there that long. Yeah. I don't – I. Some some of the stuff that I I think that yeah. people conspiracy about that I don't I just probably wouldn't agree, but so yeah that's kind of a weird deal that he died with his camera around his neck and uh, with a pencil and paper. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, this is this is a weird weird part. So also at the same time, there were people who lived in the area reporting big lights in the sky over in that direction like huge orange yellow big lights in the sky over in that direction and it Mush- was i mean it was cloud. it was in reports what? like it was in Mushroom newspapers <laughs> bomb testing yeah right but it, i mean it was in newspapers like it's well known yeah and they said the remember that group that I mentioned earlier I mean, that was going south of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. said the same thing. They had it docu- all documented that it was right north of them, and that's where they were. And that's where they were. So a lot of people theorize aliens. A lot yeah. of people think it might be missile testing. Gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it's creepy. Just like eighteen different conspiracies in this one thing. Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, much we've already, crap. We've already listed like ten. Yeah, I know. There's, I have so many. It's, it's just crazy. Definitely. And, and they have pictures of these on their cameras. And some oh. people say that they don't think that it's that and that it was bad film development. Okay. But I was looking at some of the pictures on here. And if anybody wants to look at, look in more into this, it's the, the outlawofpast.com is like a maze of this stuff. There's so much crap on it. And basically, like, they, they, I don't know. I, it looks like it looks pretty legit to me. It looks like there were some big lights in the sky they were taking pictures of, and it was pretty close to them too. But That's yeah, crazy. It's up for up for conspiracy. So after all this, the prosecutor, after he heard about all the fire in the sky stuff, all the lights in the sky, he said. All right, let's get these these four people with traumatic injuries. Let's get their clothing tested for radioactivity. And sure enough, it tested positive. Tested tested positive for and very high levels of radioactivity that couldn't have been achieved in a normal area or in a nuclear lab or anything. Like one of the there was a scientist who looked into the numbers and he said that it claims wait, let me read. Um, 
the levels exceed that of that could be when found on working or when the clothing is found on a worker of a nuclear power plant or is around a nuclear material frequently. So there's high radioactive levels on this clothing of the of the four bodies that are in the ravine. What the heck? It's just crazy, man. Aliens. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. And then, okay, a few more weird things, and then we can get into some theories. Um, So there were some some random missing objects that, or like random, like random objects, I guess is a better word for it. There is a missing knife that has never been found. It's because... So all of the knives that were accounted for in the tent, like, had its sheathing and everything. And, but there was evidence of a knife being used down at the cedar. And there was an empty sheath in the ravine, but no knife was ever accounted for. So the knife was missing. It's gone. Never been found. I think that that could have been used to cut the eyes and tongue out of that one person. Maybe. Yeah, that's but that's what I was wondering. Go? Yeah, that's a good question. Throw it in the river? And then there was a flashlight that was on top of the tent when the people found it, um, on top of the snow that had covered it. And it was, like, working, operating fine. So someone was there after they died. That's what it seems like. With the the flashlight, I do not understand. I do not know how that was there. But there's, like, pictures of it, too. On top of the snow? It was on top of the, the wind-blown snow over the tent. Because it wasn't an avalanche. Even, like, there just wasn't an avalanche. <laughs> and there was also this soldier's boot garment that they, like, wrapped their boots with to keep them sealed, I guess. And it was, like, like a military-grade one. And that was found by the cedar tree. Yeah. And... The Mansi are also known for dressing like that, but also like soldiers dress like that, like they have them. And it was left there. And um, the one guy, the Yuri guy who left, said that they didn't bring that there. So that was another weird, weird kind of missing object. And this is this. So this is kind of a weird deal, but obviously this is a conspiracy theory, but. So the main prosecutor didn't trust the government to take care of it. Did like they kill essentially, him? Did huh? they kill him? no, they didn't kill oh. him. But he like got all of his testing done like outside of the Soviet government. Yeah. So all of that is pretty reliable, I uh-huh. think. Um, but then he basically got well, he didn't get kicked off the case, but it got like higher, high, very high-ranking officers that this is like completely out of their. Yeah. Jurisdiction. They were. They started running the case and doing all the investigation, and it was literally like the the second ranked officer in the military or like in the judicial system was doing the investigation. So that was a weird thing. There's just there's just so so many weird things. So as soon as they figured out the radioactive clothing, they closed the case completely. And, and that's when they didn't open it back up until the 2018. Yep, and they closed off the area for four years. What the heck? Um, so I know I know that was a lot of information. 
I'm, I'm, but I, I have it pretty good in my head. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, and I, yeah. There's just so much weird so many stuff. Different, there's so many different things it could possibly be. I know. Like, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of the two, the Yuris, the two that were found at the Cedar, their, their bodies, and they took a picture of them when they were first found, and they are, like, under snow, but they're, like, not underneath enough snow to that be you an avalanche. avalanche. Like, you can, no like, chance. like, you can see that. It's just windblown yeah, snow. Yeah, there's obviously snow on top of them. But you, I, I, I can see a head, and I can see a leg, and, yeah. And there's, like, brutal pictures of all this on that one site. Yeah, what the heck? But yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty much all the information I have, like written down at least. Um, there's just so there's so much stuff that occurred. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, what are your what's your first theory? What what are your thoughts? Well, I'm stuck between two. Like obviously the bomb from the radioactive on their because it was radioactive on their clothing, but also I think that it could be. I mean, I don't know if aliens are real, but they saw lights, they said, and... Like, how did those injuries occur? And, yeah. So that could be an alien thing. Yeah, but... I just... um, It doesn't make sense to me why all... If it was a bomb and it blew out this dude's eyes and everything, all of them should have been in the same shape. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's I just so do not I think understand. that kind of rules out the bomb. Or like I don't know. Okay. Also, during this time, they documented like where they tested missiles and stuff, and there's no record of them testing missiles anywhere in that area. That they know during of. that time. But exactly, this is the shady yeah, Soviet, Soviet government. government, and like that's kind of the big thing with this uh, whole conspiracy is that like there's the investigation was very not valid, I guess. They didn't they weren't really focused on how the people died. Mm-hmm. It was mainly like finding their bodies so they knew that they weren't like expelling the nuclear yeah secrets that they know cuz all of these people were like were like at a high-tech university mm-hmm. and working in like nuclear power plants like I'm looking at one of the bodies that was found at the den so in the ravine and it's the body of uh, Luda. Okay, that that's the girl. That's yes. the girl. Yep. So that was the one with the bad chest or the skull. R- that was a rib in the heart. Rib in the heart. Okay. Luda was found. Her body. I don't. You probably saw this, but her. She was. Her body was found on her knees with her face and chest pressed against a rock. Did you see that? No. That's how her body was found. And she's the one who didn't have eyes and a tongue. Really, yeah. Like her, like it's like she's like had like it's pressed up against a wall and a rock wall, and her knees are. Do on. they have she's real pictures of yeah, it? Yeah, it's literally the picture they took of her. Can I see his? I can't. I don't know if I can. I'm all plugged in here. Oh, yeah. Let me. Here, I'll just um, look it up. Here, go to. It's on. Did you see it, Cade? It's on death, and go and then on the website that Luda. That, yeah, and then go to Luda. Look at it, Cade. That's L Y U D. Um. Look, that's this is who I'm talking about. Look at her; she's on her knees, and that's a rock, and she's like hugging the rock. Oh man, is that water? Yeah, it's is that it looks like water. So that's that's a uh, one of the it said like, downstream, like out a waterfall. Yeah, so that's like one of the things that people think is like that's why her 
eyes and tongue are missing because it was water eroded. Oh, okay. So she's like hugging a waterfall. That's what it looks like in the picture. Mm-hmm. So they could have just because that it's technically a riverbed where they find them. Okay. So that's that's what you should picture. Yeah, and then the other the other two, uh, Koletviov and Zolotorov, uh, were found spooning breast to back. That's, it says breast to back. That's mm-hmm. spooning. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then I don't know. It, it doesn't show the other one. Oh, the oh no no it doesn't. Yeah, is that all them stacked up on the right? But it's only two. Sam said that there are four down there. There's, there's four down there. On the there's, very right. There's one. No, that's that's the same ones. Oh, those are just two people? Yeah, the that's, one, that's one spooning. Oh. One one of them wasn't, like, injured in that way. Like, it was a hypothermia death and not oh. the... So that's... The, well, that's another weird thing. So there's... Do you want to kind of start diving into the conspiracies? Because that's part yeah. of one of them. Yeah. Yeah, let's do so, that. Let's try to figure out which one we think. The part we've all been waiting for. Well, should we? We should go through and say what we think so far. Okay. Reeve, Reeve, Reeve you can go Reeve, first. You can start. I think that there, there was some a creature out there that did this to them. Think so? I think it might have been a yeti or something like that. But they would have seen the yeti's footprints. Wasn't there know. fresh? No- oh wait, you can see their footprints. You can see their footprints because they were, they're. Because they were walking like barefoot, yeah, and so they were essentially like liquidizing the water or the snow under them, and then their footprints like froze. So you could see their like all of their footprints. Yeah, which is kind of a weird thing, but that's mm-hmm. that's how that works. I yeah, I can I can go next. I think I think it's that that uh, Mansi people. I think that they forced them out of the tent and they couldn't get out through the normal way of the tent like the zipper was frozen shut or something like that so i think that they had to cut their way out and they cut their way out through the back because they wanted them to go downhill so they said okay we'll just cut it open through the back so i think that they cut them open through the back and they marched them down there in a line and we're gonna do something like i don't know why they would march them down to the cedar like you said but i have a feeling that they marched them down there, and like w- once they got down there, they had a scuffle. Brawl. There was a brawl. There, there was something that happened, and they all got separated. So I, I think that the the two that died down there at the at the cedar, okay. they were they were they, they were the least clothed. So they 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 went, and then they died. And then I feel like that the four that ended up down at the den at the ravine escaped and they ran away and then that was their first instinct was go down that ravine and escape from them and the uh three that were found going up back towards the tent was like the mancy people again leading them back up there like you go back up there Mm -hmm. we're gonna go back for the other four and try Mm -hmm. to find that and they just never made it and they just never made it back because they they got they died of hypothermia and then that's and then they went back for the other ones because those were those people weren't clothed well yeah people were Uh, yeah yeah that makes sense then and then that makes sense why the four that were clothed that's why they were able to get so far away from the others so they ended up tracking them down because obviously they're probably more experienced because they live in those parts and they found them down there and then that's when they did something to them that it killed them all. Yeah, that killed them, like in that way. 
That's and what I would say. The the Mansi, they're indigenous people, mm-hmm. so they know how to cover up their snow tracks. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a hundred percent what I would say. Because around the so around the tent too, there was oddly like not that many snow tracks. Like they covered up. Like it was seemed like they were covered up. Mm. Which is weird. I can see that's that's what I would say happened. And they probably all had boots and stuff, so yeah. they could have just easily blown off. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. That's a good one. Cade, what do you think? Yeah, the only thing that doesn't yeah. make sense to me with Hayes. Hayes is... The lights. It's the lights. And yeah. if I was camping in Russia in negative whatever degree weather it was, and there was a chance that I would need to sleep in my tent that night, I would figure out a way to get that zipper you know, unstuck or unfrozen or whatever it was. I wouldn't just cut a hole in my tent. So I think also I, think, I feel like that tent is like made for that. Yeah, yeah. that's true too. So I feel like, but still, like, what if what if the what if the Mansi people cut it and said, "Come out here"? Well, it was cut from the inside. Oh shit, that's right. So I think <laughs> the aliens, man. That's the only thing I can think of with the lights. What it, what is it possible that the fire, like you said, that the fire was big and. The, is it possible that that could be the glow that because they're obviously up the mountain more than the other people who saw it? Do you think uh, that it's possible that they saw the orange from their fire? No. It's like because so it was the, like the, an, the, the, it was like a everyone heard about these lights, right? And there were a bunch. Like there wasn't just uh, one. There were a bunch and like constant dropping H bombs, huh? <laughs> dropping H bombs or something. <laughs> Moab. I just want to so point you out. think you think aliens, Cade? I think so. Yep. It's so weird. But the I death part is I yeah. don't understand. How? Why wouldn't they all die in the same way? That's what I don't understand. Unless, like, I could definitely see them being split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Like extraterrestrial life? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you, I mean, if you don't, it's. You think there's? I don't know if there's like intelligent. But I'm sure there is. Dude, there's, the universe is so huge. Yeah. I don't know. I, I will say before you, you say yours, we are probably missing the football game of the year right now. <laughs> Kansas and Arkansas are in four overtimes. And what? It's, are they it's, really? It's, are they really? It's 53 to 53. Oh, come on, Kansas. Oh. Kansas might save me. Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just want to point that out. But No, that is, that's crazy. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear yours. I'll I'll say mine last. I'll go through all of the, like the theories that people think. Yeah, I, I'm looking at one right now. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, talk about it. Uh, it's called catabotic wind. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, a sudden catabotic wind would have made it impossible to remain. All right, I'll, uh, before so catabotic wind, uh, is a plausible explanation explanation for the incident. Catabotic winds are somewhat rare events and extremely violent. Uh, the topography of where they were on the mountain would have made this entirely possible. That like that's the, what would have happened. There's like a big rock or something mm-hmm. that I was reading about that could have made it possible. Yep. And a, a sudden catabolic wind would have made it impossible to remain in the tent. And the most rational course of action would have been for the hikers to cover the tent with snow and seek shelter behind the tree line. Uh, on top of the tent, there was also a torch left turned on, possibly there intentionally so that the hikers could find their way back to the tent and that that might be the flashlight i feel like torches flashlight yeah yeah because they call it that uh the expedition uh proposed that the group of hikers constructed two bio 
bivouac shelters, which one collapsed, leaving four hikers buried with the severe injuries observed. See, that can make sense. But okay, so I'll I'll just debunk that one right there. Okay, so the the wind one. Yeah, it's like it basically like makes them. It's like super. Is it super loud or is it you can't hear it and you go crazy? Here, I'll 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 search catabolic wind. So, because there's a few of them that are the wind theories. Okay, uh, so a catabolic wind is a drainage wind, a wind that carries high density air from a higher elevation down a slope under the force of gravity. Such winds are sometimes called fall winds or catabolic winds. It's also used. Winds can rush down elevated slopes at hurricane speeds, but are not. It's basically like wind rushing down the mountain. Yeah, is my understanding. Mm-hmm. Not all downslope winds are catabolic. Uh, it's yeah, it's basically like a, it's like an avalanche of wind coming down a mountain, basically. Mm-hmm. So, so why wouldn't they just stay in the tent? Because it like forced them out. Because it's like hurricane for it's like two hundred mile an hour wind. But the tent was still standing. Yeah, uh, exactly. Conspiracy. And it would be so hard. I feel like it'd be so hard to walk. But I mean, maybe that could explain why some of them get blown off path and they have to come back or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But the still the injuries for me. Yeah, the eyes and the tongue and yeah. The the eyes and tongue make sense though. The, that it they does. Could have the, eroded. They definitely could have. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were in there. Those bodies were down there for a few week, weeks or a few months really. Yeah. Oh, it was May. Mm-hmm. And they died in February. Yeah. So they were they were in there for a few months, but. So I I read this thing, and it says the equivalent of the of like snowfall killing them is so it's like 15 feet. They were buried in 15 feet of snow. Okay, the equivalent that it would take like of snow to kill them in that way is like 60 feet. Really? So technical difficulty. Yep. Reeve. You can touch it. <laughs> okay. So it's like sixty feet, which is four times what it would take. Right. Four times less of the amount of snow that they like was required, I guess. Arkansas won. Dang it. Uh-huh. That's okay. Yes. Now what, Kansas is Kansas now? Kansas Kansas officially. <laughs> Three overtimes. KU didn't get the two point conversion. <sighs> Bums. Wow. Bums. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, but I I just don't I don't I don't know I don't think that that one is possible. I could see the wind like blow them off like a cliff like into those rocks that mm-hmm. were at the bottom of the ravine. But even then, I mean that's a long shot because they're all the they're in the wooded area at that point. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it possible? Do you think that it's possible? Like psychology wise, like some of them could have gone like absolutely mental and well, like I'm- just beat the shit out of each other like but there's no external wounds but is it like why some have bruises on their fists and the other ones have like like i don't know because those the those wounds aren't fatal the ones that all the people that were like died around kind of the cedar area none of those wounds were fatal it was those ones who were down by the den okay what about this one i just i just uh, it's called paradoxal undressing did you see this one yeah uh the hikers cause of death was hypothermia uh which can be known as which was induced by behavior called paradoxical undressing in which hypothermic subjects remove their clothes in response to the perceived feelings of burning warmth so like they're so cold that it feels like it's burning them 
Right. So they think they're hot, but they're actually freezing to death. Right. I still don't understand why they would get out of the tent, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause unless, like, their heater or something wasn't working. So there's that one. So, yeah, that one's weird. But also, like, about that one, why wouldn't they? There were, like, half of them were well-closed. Or, like, less than half. I think four were well-closed and yeah. five weren't. Mm-hmm. So but that it, one yeah, I don't it, understand. It does say that uh, appear to have acquired additional clothing from the hikers who already died, which suggests right. that there was sound enough. They were sound enough mind to try to add layers. Like they were, mm-hmm. they were still all there that they. Right. It. There's another one that's similar to that one, that it, it's it's like a wind sound thing. So it's like the wind is creating this sound that they can't hear, but uh, it's like driving them insane. Yeah. So they like do all that stuff. Like they leave the tent. And they're oh, all freaking out. Geez. I just, yeah. But then there's that one though. Like, why would they walk down the mountain if they're yeah. mad? Yeah. So. Well, what's one that yeah, you one? really think? Well, there's the, shrooms is another one. I'm just gonna list off all these other okay. ones. So shrooms is another one. Like they took a bunch of shrooms and went down and whatever. It they were just Russia. they were just high. It is Russia. Right, but they I don't know because they were taking it pretty seriously. So I don't, I don't think about that one. Yetis. That is another one. I think that is probably unlikely, but that would be pretty cool. <laughs> be awesome. And then the Mansi one we talked about, Hayes, that's a, I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think that's a really good explanation of it. That's what I, I – I'm still going to stick on that one. Just the, the, I, the lights, not though. A, that's why – that's what The lights are, are the weird think. part, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Mansi aren't super um, – mean i guess they like yeah. they've always had good experiences but at the same time mm-hmm. there's what if they're on a land that's no women allowed and they have two women on there mm-hmm. so that could be that could be one um the kgb one there's a conspiracy that kravashenko is actually a kgb agent he's really high up in there oh. and the old guy is yeah. his superior oh and they were going there to like investigate some the lights in the sky okay so that's one theory i don't think that one's it there's this wild one where it's like these geologists were doing seismic testing to find like ores in the mountain and they like just basically blew them up and then the, there's a bunch of cover-ups and stuff yeah. like they're covering it up but okay down to the point the one that i think is oh I forgot to talk about this but I'll, I'll say it in this. Um, the one that I think is probably close to right is that the Soviets were doing missile testing. Okay, yeah, I was just gonna read off that if you didn't say it. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it. I found it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I think the lights in the sky because well, in they're they're orange and yellow and it's like kind of like a rocket. Like mm-hmm. that's what they were. Some of them were described described as like a rocket. Yeah. So I could see that being. Like, were they shooting them out of airplanes? Well, well see, and I don't understand you, that part. Yeah. I are get. you talking about parachute mines? Is that what you're getting into? No. Because that's what I'm looking at. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, like in general, I think the Russians were testing weapons, mm-hmm. and they were – so the two the, – all the ones that, who were well-dressed yeah. were outside taking pictures of the that, lights. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's go. Because I definitely think that there were before they ripped open the tent, there were people outside. Of the tent. Yeah. Okay. So that they were taking sense. they were taking pictures or whatever. Cause they had a bunch of cameras, and then they go down the mountain, and for some reason three of them get blown up by one, and like it's just like a like a 
missile that and like you killed think, by the shockwave. You think like yeah, the radiation, the shockwave would present it to be like they die from hypothermia. Well, yeah. Well, that's Is why that kind of what you're saying. That well, that's kind of the loophole with this one though. Yeah. Because not all of them died from that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bomb blew up over here and only killed these ones. Yeah. And then everyone else just died because they were trying to get away from the. Or like the pressure of like a bomb that went off like. Well, that's like why burst their ribs, and that well, that's why yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and skull. exactly. It's just yeah. like a big force that hits you all the time. It's like a sound wave, yeah, like from a nuclear bomb mm-hmm. or something. So I think that one's the most likely, and then I think the government was like, "Ooh, let's go see how this testing went," and they found, and them. they find find a bunch of bodies, and they're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, and so they toss all the ones that they killed with a bomb into a pit. Yeah, and then they end up finding more, and then they later. accidentally throw one of the ones who died from hypothermia. Yeah. Well, and they just leave. Maybe they leave them, the ones who died from hypothermia, because they could be like, "Oh, this." Is- but then, how is the tent still standing? Yeah. I have no idea. And why are? But there also, no, it could be like. A, why are there no like craters? Yeah. Well, and that was that's another uh, hole in it. Is like, why is there no damage from anything else? Maybe it just hit snow or something. Yeah. Wait, but there were some, there were some singed trees. Yeah, I forgot to mention that there were some centuries, but not that and, many. And then the radiation too. And the radiation, yeah. Yeah, I there's this. I kind of want to read this whole thing. Yeah, read it. Kind of, all right, so it's uh, this is a conspiracy theory for it. It's called parachute mines. Uh, in one speculation, the campsite fell within the path of a Soviet parachute mine exercise. This this theory alleges that the hikers, woken by a loud explosion, fled the tent in shoeless panic and found themselves unable to return to the. Uh, supply retrieval after some members froze to death death attempting to endure the bombardment others commandeered their clothing so took the clothes off of the people that were already dead of hypothermia only to be fatally injured by subsequent parachute mine concussions there are indeed records of parachute mines being tested by soviet military in the area around the time the the hikers were there Parachute mines detonate while still in the air rather than upon striking the Earth's surface and produce significant injuries similar to those experienced by the hikers. Heavy heavy internal damage with relatively little uh, external trauma. The theory coincides with reported sightings glowing orbs floating in the sky within the uh, descending parachute mines. Uh, This theory uses scavenging animals to explain Dubina's injuries. Some speculate that the bodies were unnaturally manipulated on the basis of characteristic le- liver ma- mortis liver mortis markings. I've heard of that, that before. Liver mortis is the ice thing okay. or the, the skin yeah. thing that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. Liver mortis markings discovered during an autopsy as well as burns to the hair and skin. Photographs of the tent allegedly showed that it was erected incorrectly that it was erected incorrectly, something that experienced hikers were unlikely to have ever done. Right. So they they put it back up. That would make sense why the tent is still up. They went that would down make there. Sense. They went down there and they were looking like well, and, every, and everything was still intact. Yeah, what kind of damage did it do? It was like, oh, we killed nine people. Like, it, where were they staying? Oh, there's their tent. We got to put it up. Make sure, like, oh yeah, right. we were they, never here. And they put it back up like a bunch of idiots and put the. the I didn't hear that it was put way. up, or that like it wasn't put up right. Yeah photographs of the tent allegedly showed that it was erected incorrectly something that experienced hikers were unlikely to have ever they done. also like during the investigation they also like destroyed the tent um because like when oh. they were breaking out they yeah. like freaking sliced that thing yeah. up but then apparently when they were like trying to retrieve 
or like look for bodies, apparently they'd like destroyed it. There's another little part to this one. It says a similar theory alleges uh, the testing of radiological weapons and is based partly on the discovery of radioactivity on some of the clothing as well as the descriptions of the body by relatives as having orange skin and gray hair. However, radioactive dispersal would have affected all, not just some of the hikers and the equipment and skin and hair discoloration can be explained by the natural processes of mummification after three months of exposure to cold and wind. The initial suppression by Soviet authorities of files describing the group's disappearance is sometimes mentioned as evidence of a cover-up. But that concealment of information about domestic incidents was standard procedure in the USSR and thus far from peculiar. And by the right. late 1980s, all Dyatlov files have been released in some manner. That makes complete It has to be them. It's got to be. I, I changed a, mine. A Russia I, yeah. cover-up. I changed mine. It's not the Mansi. I it, 100% think it's. But even then, like, there's still holes mm-hmm. that you could probably drill in it if you really looked into it. Yeah. It's, it is crazy. I, could, I, I, could, I still don't know. I could think, like, they... So, I, I, I'm on the parachute mine thing that bought the parachute mine. Right. So, they dropped the parachute mine, and it explodes in air, but they, they said, and, it, and obviously, probably, it makes a loud explosion, which they heard. So They, they walk, heard a different one? Mm-hmm. So, they walk out of the tent, like, that way. Like, I still think that possibly the zippers stuck, so they have to cut their way out the other way. Like, I... I I get how it, it could be, be from possible. like it could be from a panic, or it yeah. could be, it could even be like it was facing the wrong way, mm-hmm. so there was a snow buildup, and or right like there. the wind was blowing so hard they couldn't unzip it, so they had to cut out the other way. Okay, uh, I could like see that. that that wind thing was blowing so hard that they didn't want to face it, you know, going out, so they did their back to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so they did like that. So they heard the loud explosion. They walked outside. They all look up at, and they can see sound travel. See all the lights. light travels faster than sound. Oh, or no, is that how it is, or is sound travels faster? No, than light? no light, light travels, light, yeah. faster. Light travels faster. faster than sound. So they all are out there outside the tent after they cut it open because of the wind. They all cut it open. They're looking up at. They see the orange in the sky, and then that's when they start going down, like to see. Oh, like to that was away. an explosion. Like we're gonna go down there, and they build a fire down there to try to withstand what's coming for them. And two of them die. And then the other two are going back up, and then that's when they pass away, and from hypothermia because the the sonic boom or whatever it is hasn't reached them yet. And I wish we had timelines. Well, but you got to think when, though, when they each you, died. You got to think though, they were naked, right? Yeah, some of some of them were, but they was they probably got their clothes taken off, um, like by others, so they could use them. Mm-hmm. But you got to think though, like the distance between the tent and the woods. Is like a mile. Yeah, I saw. Like they were, I saw 1.5 kilometers. They were they were walking. They had oh, and also a, a different note in the tra- in the journal in like the travel journal that uh, Dialov was taking. Yeah, he said that they were like sluggishly moving at a pace of like a kilometer an hour. So it took them like an hour to get down, more than likely, probably longer. Do you think it's possible, maybe that they? three that they found on top of the um going going back to the tent. going back to the tent from the cedar do you think it's possible that those three actually died first and that on the way down they're like no i don't want to go all the way down there and then they stopped and went back 
they were, they on were their way trying back. to, and they were trying to go back up. And the other people were like, screw that. Down. Maybe yeah. that's when they started fighting. Yeah, they're like, come on, we got to go or something. Yeah, like the the three people that down on the side because, of the mountain, they were going down, the, and they were like, no, we want to go back up. Why the, would they? The wanna... people who were crawling back up, that's who had the knuckle. Yeah, the fighting when mm-hmm. they were fighting with them, we're yeah. like, we can't make it down. Maybe there was an explosion in the forest or something. Yeah, so they so they go, they're walking down with everybody, and then they're like, no, I want to go back to the tent. So they go back up, and then that's when they die of hypothermia because they're so cold. Uh-huh. That's why they weren't turning. They around. were ill clothed, and they had they still had their clothes on them, mm-hmm. whereas the other people who made it to the bottom didn't. Like yeah. the people who were in the den, yeah, and they, they like, took their clothes from them, but yeah. they didn't take the other people's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why would they have? gone out if they heard a bomb in the first place because a loud explosion scared them well so they, why would they, they leave I, what i still think that there would there was people outside looking at the lights i i because they because the, he died with a camera around his neck why would you prioritize a camera and they were all dressed yeah, super well yeah that makes sense so but he was probably looking at the lights not knowing what it was and mm-hmm. then he heard and like the, heard the explosion or something he had a picture of the lights right yeah yeah well they there's some dispute yeah but like it it's like a description of the lights. It's in here somewhere. I was I found it, but I can't find it again. And uh, so yeah, maybe. And then he he like or maybe he saw an explosion before he heard it, and then or something, and then got them all out and they started going. I have no idea. It's crazy. Yeah, I like this this uh, little chart that they have. They have like all the theories listed down, and so it's natural and criminal. Or two, and where all, do you have that? Where do you see on that? on your website? Uh, on the theories part? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Natural is, and then it goes weather. It says avalanche, snow slap, lightning, hurricane, or that catabolic wind, anomalies, infrasound, or gravity fluctuation. Infrasound is the one where they go crazy. Okay, that's from that. the sound, yeah. Okay, and then it says animals, reindeer, wolverine, bear, yeti, self-inflicted accidents, a stove, so they like suffocated themselves with a stove in their tent. That's an I saw another theory that they have this like furnace thing, like mm-hmm. maybe it somewhat wrong with it and it like put a bunch of smoke inside, so yeah. that's why they had to cut it out. Yeah. But still it doesn't explain any of their like deaths or anything. Yeah, and then like methanol poisoning and then here's the drugs in this in this uh shrooms, paranormal time vortex. Really? That's what it says. I haven't heard I'm, that I'm one. Wait, time read, is there like a quick thing uh, on it? Let's see. He says he... We don't know him. Okay, so Mr. how did you find this? Strange. I'm, st- I'm still not seeing where your eyes is so, because I want to see. So go to... Go to theories on your site. The little controversy. Theories, and then... No, just click theories. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So time so, vortex. I'm trying to read through the time vortex one, and it's like I bet it's whack. It's a, it's a fact. It's like the the uh, it's go, ties in the cameras and the pictures. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Because that's why there was like, why does he have the camera? Like that's like what you were just saying. Like why would you grab? Why the would camera? he? Yeah. And why would he start writing something on a pen and paper when yeah. he's gonna die? Yeah, so that's paranormal, and then something else, Arctic hysteria. So that's probably when they go nuts because it's so, and they think they're cold, they're cold, burning, yeah, but they're the hot. Paradoxal undressing. Yeah, and then uh, technogenic secret launches, radio note, radio sounds, radio sounds, sounds. I have no idea. Murder, uh, K- KGB, special forces mistaking gulag fugitives. I think that's unlikely. Man, uh, the Mansi snowmobile altercation. In I the still group. could see it being fight. the Mansi. Yeah, fight. 
somebody's meltdown, uh, paranormal, UFO, strange lights, and something else, uh, teleportation experiment. So another weird part is that the, the that Alexander guy he works at this like metallurgy firm. He's getting his like PhD in um, nuclear physics or something. Mm-hmm. Really, and he has like they've said that he has this device and he's like using it, but they don't know what he's using it for, and that's like the only detail that's about it. Like he has this oh. device, like so that's probably the teleportation thing. There's there's just so many weird things. I I don't I don't know what to think. I still think it's a missile thing. It would be crazy if it was like some. Yeah, I I would switch mine from the Mansi to the missile. I think those are the two most likely. I think those are the two most likely. This one I just read this and it's saying that you remember how you said that the bodies were stacked on top of each other. Yeah. They said that they stacked the body like one of them like lasted longer than the other one down by the den. And he stacked the bodies on top of each other to build a dam in the river. To dam, oh. to dam the river. But I, that I, might make sense. I don't know why you would do that. It doesn't say why you would do that. So they were in. The also, water. it is in the middle of winter. I can't imagine it's flowing that hard. Yeah, and probably to stop it. And from it's like, like right by him. the den. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But this it's a, a crazy it's a, cr- it's a crazy theory it's or it's a crazy we'll conspiracy theory out. and yeah we'll probably never know because like I mean where did their where did the other diaries go like a, that had to have had more information yeah and like all of the stuff of with like the KGB being present and all of the there's a bu- bunch it has to be a bunch of Soviet cover up stuff if they have their higher ups taking control of a small case of yeah. hikers dying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. That's a good one. That was a great first one. (laughs) Wow. So after like, I hope I did an okay job explaining. Yeah, I think you did. I got everything. You did great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's there's just so much stuff. Like it's hard to. Even I got it. (laughs) (laughs) After hearing like everything, Reeve, what would you say it is now? Still the Yeti. I think it's got to be some the government do, doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's I'd, say, cover up. I'd say the parachute. When I the parachute mines. When That's I read that, one. I was yeah. like, that that makes complete sense. Yeah, the, uh-huh. Like the the lights. It could be the planes. Like it makes everything. Yeah, or the or like, just the, the mushroom oh, cloud. Yeah. Mushroom, yeah. yeah. What do you think, Cade? I don't know. I just don't. I it's think. So weird. I think that there would have been some sort of shrapnel or something that they would have found from a bomb. See. And I, I, t- I tend to agree, though. But, yeah, that that could be, like, a cover-up thing. But the I, the lights in the sky, though, that's just the weird part. It, it's got to be something with that. Yeah, because... Whether it's aliens that we'll never know or... Do you, do you know if it was, like... <laughs> you probably don't, but do you know if it was, like, light beams or if it was, like, just no, like flashes it wasn't, of lights? It was... I think it was more like flashes. Like, I honestly think it was probably, like, missiles. Like they were testing missiles. I don't think it's nukes or anything, but like just yeah. some small range stuff. But like you can you can kind of read about it. Um, I'll I'll uh, I'll find a good thing on it because like oh I wonder if they have the pictures from it that I could just show you. I gotta find it though because. The problem is, is that they took so many pictures. Okay, so this is what this is it right here. See, I know it's not like high quality at all, but that's 
about what they were seeing, which almost looks like a fireball, like dropping. That's what – okay, actually, speaking of, that's what in the reports, like the newspapers, yeah. they said like fireballs in the sky. Like it, it was like they looked like fireballs almost. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. That was just one of the cameras, I wonder if. It is weird, though. If you look, I, I encourage people to come look at uh, – some of this stuff because on this site because this site has like i swear has everything on it that's awesome <laughs> but yeah that's all that's all i got yeah that was a great first that one it's really one. A, it's a thinker it's not like that was one that it's not your normal conspiracy theory it's right. one that not a lot of i mean obviously i mean i'm we're all big I, at least i'm big into conspiracy theories and i've never heard yeah, of this never one heard of it. never that's heard why that. i wanted to do it first i think that it's crazy to the the process that my brain went on as you were explaining it like i went from the progression the progression of okay it all right like when you first started explaining everything and like the fifth the the branches were broke at 15 feet i was like oh yeti and then uh how they were walking down the hill oh mancy people and then how it just it changed as you went on with the story that's what i thought made it a perfect conspiracy theory yeah yeah that was a very good it's insane. First one. It's crazy. But it sounds like though, like after all of it, that we all kind of concluded the same thing. That we pretty all close. Like the same it's got to be. Mm-hmm. There, there had to be some aspect of cover up, just with all like the missing information. And you think it's maybe possible that the Mansi people, like this, wasn't the first time that they've seen the orange lights in the sky, and that they knew it was coming, and so they went to the nine people. And we're like, hey, you need to come with us. And that's when he oh, started, maybe. started walking them down the hill. And then like, you need to stay here. And then the the three were like, I don't want you. I'm going back to the tent. And they're like, no, you they're need fighting. to like, keep coming with us. And then the two died down by there. And then the others like ran away. Yeah, maybe. Wait, so with uh, nukes, is it only nukes that if they blow up, there's it's also going to radioactive radioactive well i think i think the better like case for this well it wouldn't have been a nuke exactly but there was but like a small i know well yeah the radioactive Mm -hmm. clothes is so weird but like the small if if it was was like a small scale weapon that maybe had because a lot of okay so a lot of missiles they use like uranium which is radioactive but it's not a nuke it's just like a normal missile. It just oh, has uranium it in it because they need some sort of like ener- like energy to And that's radioactive? Split. Yeah. So that could have been it, I guess. Huh. But even then, I mean, it's just a weird one. Yeah. It's a good one. It is. We should we should have like a Hayes, we should have like a call in or something. Yeah. People can Do a people can DM us DM yeah. us their yeah. Yeah. Let, thoughts. Let us, let us know after listening to this first episode, let us know what you guys think. Uh like we said, uh, oh, we could do a Twitter poll. Yeah, what do you, yeah? What do you think happened? Should we should just do each each four? Well, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, well, we I mean, could just we could do, do our top four. four. Yeah, we'll we'll take it four. Yeah, yeah, we'll put out a Twitter poll. Uh, let us know what you guys think it was. I mean, you can DM us on Twitter. Uh, call in. You can leave us a voicemail again. We'll, we'll we can do voicemails after this episode. Uh, you can call four zero two six three one three eight four eight. Leave a voicemail about potential conspiracy theories you want to know uh you can call in uh 
ask what about this past episode. So like if you want to call in after you hear this episode and ask what happened what you, or talk about what you think happened, I think that would be interesting. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, this is going to be a weekly thing. So, I mean, we could use all give the different ones that we can get. But yeah. Give us some material. Yeah, that would be awesome if we got some ideas. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Sam, for researching that one. That yeah. was, that was hey, great. Tom. It was really good. Job, good. Sam. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Reeve, for coming on again. Oh, yeah. You, you didn't have much to say, but I'm, I'm a listener. <laughs> he's yeah. a sponge. He was. He was he's a, a sponge. Yeah, he's yeah. a sponge. You don't think Sam's he's paying attention, but he's he's... He's taking it in. Uh, <laughs> He's trying to keep quiet. We'll try to. We'll try. To, well, you didn't need to keep quiet. You could have said anything. Well, I don't know when I get to talk and I don't shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, let us know what you guys think. We I don't. We don't really have a process of who's gonna do the one next week. So whoever's we'll, got time, yeah, we'll figure. We'll yeah. figure something out. We'll all talk together and see who will do it. But other than that, that was our first ever uh, conspiracy theory podcast on Dietlov's Pass in Russia. So you can look that up. Uh, we'll be, be we'll be back next week, probably on the normal time, with our sports episode coming out on Wednesday and conspiracy theory coming out on Thursday. But other than that, uh, thanks you guys for uh, leave us five stars if you haven't already, and leave a review. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks, thank you. Guys. Thank you.